I, I think the number one thing I want to want to say here, and what I mean is, um, try not to um, feel you know too too low on on the comments and the things that come at you on social media and and online because it's really just people who care and and are trying to be constructive and and yeah just try it try your best to listen and try your best to also stay in tune with your vision and and see it through hey everybody tanner here with wagner ventures on today's episode we have joseph cooper founder at earn alliance for anyone who's new this is the wagner ventures podcast where we do snapshots with interesting founders from across web3 Check out wagmeventures.io to learn more about the syndicate behind the podcast. But for now, let's get into it with Coop from Earn Alliance. All right. Hey, everybody. I'm here today with Joseph Cooper, who goes by Coop. He's the founder at Earn Alliance. Uh, Coop, how's it going today? Doing good yourself yeah i'm doing good man i'm excited to chat um so why don't why don't you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about your journey to launching earn alliance sure um so yeah i have been an engineer since i was nine years old so it all started with modding games uh the starcraft maps to be precise uh did a little bit of scripting and then evolved into making bots that would play starcraft for me and then eventually uh, doing private servers and MMORPG mods in high school and really just started off as just exploring online and convincing my mom to let me meet strangers uh, in IRC and learn how to code. <laughs> uh, so it's been uh, just a pretty humble journey in that sense. Um, but what where it all really began is when we created the MMO mods and started making money, I kind of became an entrepreneur at a young age, about 15, 16, had to start hiring people and uh, then, you know, getting, you know, really serious and building and making about 100, uh, 150K US a month um, before I went to uni and had that hard decision, you know, do I go get a degree or do I, you know, continue to uh, make uh, game mods? Um, but fortunately went to uni and uh, I say fortunately because I was like pretty introverted, didn't really know how to talk on a microphone or do anything. Um, and got my social skills uh, there, so pretty happy. I, I did finish that and got my comp sci degree. Um, but after after uni, I stopped mods and and started creating game companies. So relevant ones would be um, Hourblast Games, uh, which was a mobile game company. You can imagine like Street Fighter on the iPad, um, right when the first App Store came out. So one of the first 3D mobile games you could play. Um, so that was fun uh, down in California. And um, then I moved over to Hong Kong because I met this awesome lady um, in LA who's from Hong Kong and, and decided to join Jungly Games. So Jungly Games is the second largest mobile real well, online uh, mobile casino. Um, so you can play on mobile, you can play on web, but it's a real money casino in India. And uh, we sold it to PokerStars about two years ago. And uh, yeah, saw that from the beginning where there's 15 of us all the way to about 600. And it was a crazy journey. Spent a lot of time in India uh, coming as a Cali boy. So that was wild. And then I took a break from the game industry and sold a dev tool startup to Square. Um, so and just, I guess, quickly after that, don't want to get too, too in the details of the dev tool startup because it's all about Web3 and games and Earn Alliance right now. It's that once Axie Infinity 
blew up and I started looking at the space, I just couldn't help to dive into it. So Earn Alliance was the birth of uh, my, I guess, background in, in trading crypto and then also uh, just being in the game industry this entire time. So yeah, happy to dive into Earn Alliance and questions, but that's that's the gist of where I came from. Yeah, super interesting. So maybe to set the stage, can you just give us a little context for uh, maybe game industry broadly, but especially kind of Web3 game industry and specifically maybe like what's gone right, what's gone wrong so far, and then situate for us what Earn Alliance is and, and what it's doing in that story. Yeah, so... Let's start off with, uh, I guess, the ugly. So what's what hasn't gone to right is that it's just early. Uh, I would say that the Web3 game industry hasn't attracted game designers and game developers and game, I guess, economists is, is really what I would be saying is missing in the space. And it's really hard to make a game that people come back to and play every day just in terms of retention and that you know addiction and love factor. But on top of that, if you're going to create a balanced like economy that's a closed economy or an open economy like an MMORPGs, but then you have a free economy, which is where blockchain you know kind of adds to it, um, that's extremely difficult, and that's the the challenge I think the industry is up against. So what hasn't been too well is that these economies that have been created have been quote unquote you know Ponzi-nomics or inflationary tokens, and I think people just need to, you know, put some more brain power, uh, hire some more talent, and you know, a lot more, more, I guess, love into this early industry needs to happen. In terms of what's been going well, is you know, watching Axie Infinity and seeing, you know, about 35 billion US in transactions in 2021 just on the Axie NFTs alone. That's just mad, <laughs> and that can't, didn't come from gamers spending money on in-app purchases. That came from uh, speculators, hedge funds, uh, people who you know just wanted to trade and flip NFTs, and then of course you know some some guilds, which is this new concept of, in my opinion, esports meets fintech. Um, so there's a lot of interesting good stuff happening. And in terms of Earn Alliance, the the space was too. We started as a, a tool to to help measure the performance of game NFTs and in, in Axie Infinity with Earn Management, but we realized that it's just way too early to really build for this space. And when I say build is and build tools that are truly useful. So we're helping build up this space by bringing gamers to discover games. So you can think of us as like a, a game directory where people could find up to 550 games now that we hand curated with our community. And once you discover those games, you might fall in love with them. And we focus on the content of what those games have to offer, not like the floor prices or the entities that are involved. So really just trying to focus on the core fun and, and content of what's out there today. Love it. Yeah. So in doing a little reading, you know, entertainment value came up as kind of a priority for Earn Alliance uh, at this stage of things. And so I was curious, like, what, is, what does it look like to curate Web3 games for their entertainment value rather than their NFT price? And, and how does that look in practice? You mentioned kind of doing it collaboratively with your community, but curious if you could kind of expound on that a little bit more. Yeah, sure. So today I would treat like the game directory is what we're calling it right now as the Netflix for Web3 games. So you can imagine this wall of uh, these images that you can hover over. And when you hover over them, it would automatically play a 15 second curated 
video. Um, no sound. It, it doesn't scare you like on Netflix. I don't know if that happens to you where your volume's turned on <laughs> in auto plays, but um, so no sound. It shows you a quick view of like what the game looks like. Uh, where is it at? And then if you click on it, you'd see a little bit of information about the game, what chains, what type of game types is, is it multiplayer, MMO, um, is it a zombie survival? Um, so we really hand curated everything, really referencing Steam and how they curate games and bringing it over to Web3. And we started off with our internal community, um, our internal like guild, actually. We, we originally started as a guild way, way back then. Um, but then we expanded it and opened it where people can submit games that um, we haven't found yet. So if they found a game that isn't on our list um, and they provide the images and the name and the descriptions and the correct information, uh, we'll, we'll accept it and incentivize them with the, the token we'll be launching later this year. Very cool. So I'm curious too, like what, what games in Web3 do you think get it right at this stage where they're providing top entertainment value while also adopting some of the unique unlocks from Web3? Is there, is there anyone that's doing it? Uh, to the potential that you see uh, could exist? Or is it is it just so early that um, there wouldn't be any kind of representatives quite yet? I would actually say it's too early to have a representative quite yet as much as I want to bet on, you know, some, some things that look cool out there. Um, but right now, everything's very, uh, very closed, like behind doors. You can kind of see a few screenshots. Um, but the, the problem is it takes years to make great games. Um, and it actually isn't like a straight path that you, you could think about just copying and pasting and reskinning, you know, an idea. Um, but like I was mentioning, the challenge of opening up your game economy to be in a free market is something that's just <laughs> like, how the heck do you balance that? There's no re- sure. reset button. So, so yeah, I think it's a little too early um, to point out anything that's that's sticking out for me. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. It's interesting in and of itself. Um, so let's take a step back. Maybe what have been some of the earliest challenges at Earn Alliance and, and how have you and your team solved for those challenges? Yeah, so the earliest challenges was we were trying to build tools for the game industry, uh, the Web3 game industry. So we wanted to build um, all these asset management, um, like let's just say like a platform that would analyze your gamers so how are they using your asset? Are they using it at the best of its ability? Um, and when I say asset, I'm talking about NFTs. And then um, how are your assets actually performing? Like, are, are they uh, used by some of the top players in the leaderboard? Or um, are they currently being sold in the market? Um, so you can imagine just a lot of analytics and information to help you understand your portfolio and how it's farming um, in Axie Infinity and other games. And how the, your asset stands within the economy. Um, so as we were trying to expand to more games, we just realized that everybody was uh, very difficult to speak to, like in, in partner with the, the data wasn't always open. Um, some people were quite private about you know where their contracts were because of security purposes. So it was really hard to kind of like figure out how we're going to move forward and expand. And we didn't want to couple ourselves to just one game, especially after, you know, the Axie Infinity hack. Um, so that's why we shifted over to uh, creating a community that could just help us. And also we can help the community find the next games that we would want to be working with. And we're not 100% sure that we would go back into asset management and tools. Um, we do know that 
we want to make it easy to find and buy and sell uh, NFTs in the long run. Um, so we do talk about a concept called the GG Exchange that that we're definitely going to explore later this year. Um, but right now, it's really just about discovering what's out there. Very cool. So similarly, I feel like early stage, there's there's challenges and then there's also surprises, right? So I'm curious mm-hmm. what stood out as most, uh, really like most surprising in your work building Earn Alliance thus far. I'll just say the amount of... Uh, like hackers out there <laughs> like building oh, a web three company was like a whole different world like so when it, when it came to private servers in my early life like that was you know reverse engineering and and kind of like figuring out how to get get around apis and and doing all that stuff and that was as far as i i went so i have a good idea on on what people do but never went like super malicious and going straight in like a brand new company doing a press release about our seed round and like boom like just getting hit in three different angles uh within two to three weeks um so we fortunately we have some really great people on the team who come from like very high security backgrounds and have been in crypto for a while so nothing massive like we haven't had any money loss or like any massive damage yet Um, but i was just very surprised at like who hit our front door and who successfully got in to like take over our discord server for example um so yeah it's very very interesting to see that happen so early yeah that's wild so you just mentioned the the seed round where i i did have a question where you know it was a 4.75 million dollar seed round in december i think was the announcement and I think many would find it impressive just because this was in 2022, you know, after the FTX news occurred and kind of further chilled out an already chilly investment space, right? Um, So maybe just talk a little bit about that investment process and how you thought about finding the right partners, what it was like during the thick of this bear market. Well, I'll be honest, it's extremely difficult. <laughs> so, and yeah, I'll go can... through all of it. So I've, I'm so grateful that, that we pulled it through. Um, so how, how it all started was, I would say in April last year is actually when we had our first deck and we went out and did our first like tour. And the tour was 100% digital and mostly going through my network of networks. And I come from the game industry, but mostly where I started raising um, as like a CEO was more in the SaaS uh, business. So it was a platform play um, for, for making it easy to ship code into the cloud. So actually most of the investors that I knew in VCs were not relevant um, for this one. So I kind of had to start from scratch. So I started with just like talking to friends and founders that were in the space. I pretty much, I would say 10 to 15 calls with good friends and they gave me recommendations and those recommendations came to recommendations. It just kind of popped. So I literally tracked about 107 VCs. It's shy 110, um, but it was literally over hundred and just over that I spoke to. And we were able to hit our anchor in, in May with fabric ventures and in, in Europe. Um, but the problem was we needed to hit a minimum amount of money in order to close the round in full and, and, you know, fabric would want to see that in order to come all the way through. Um, so in order to get the remaining amount, which we had, you know, angels and some mentors of mine and a couple smaller VCs in Asia behind us, um, we then landed, um, Animoca and then blockchain co-investors. Um, and this was all 
slowed because of the Luna hack. Um, it was really slow at the beginning due to Axie Infinity's hack, and then the Luna happened. And um, fortunately, we were able to show uh, traction and a compelling story to also get coin fun um, near the tail end in September. So everything was closed and signed by October and transferred in November. Um, so fortunately, it closed uh, a few weeks before the FTX happened. Nice. That's that's really really interesting to hear, especially the timeline too, because it wasn't it wasn't just FTX, right? There was so much that happened in 2022. So that's really yeah. awesome hearing how you guys navigated that that turbulence. Um, so maybe taking a step back, what does Earn Alliance understand about Web three gaming in 2023 that others may not perceive or or even recognize as important? Right. Yeah, I think. What what's a yeah? What what would be important? So I would say in terms of recognizing something that I think people are missing is that we're not going to jump straight to Web three games, and I, it's actually this thing that happens online a lot that I see is like, oh, is this Web two point one or two point five or three? And um, it's kind of right. funny now that I'm saying the same thing, but uh, <laughs> what I actually mean by that is we. We have this world where Web3 speculators is what actually, for me and, and the team, we believe is what makes Web3 games very interesting, is, is where you have this free economy that people can transact on um, through these NFTs or these tokens. And those fees could essentially you know, be profits for the game developers. And before, game developers really relied on ads or in-app purchases if they're doing you know free to play um and then there's of course now battle passes all these other interesting you know ways to to monetize um so i, I think what we're seeing right now is that uh, there you're either going to have a free-to-play game um that is going to attract a, a normal user who has nothing to do with wallets has no idea about crypto and they're going to fall in love with that game and eventually they're going to you know, bring them over to this new world, which is, hey, do you know that you could potentially bring your NFT and, and sell it on a marketplace? Um, or you know that you can now participate in this highly incentivized esports uh, campaign or you know, competition uh, because we have a lot of money that we made through the, the marketplace that we're reinvesting as tokens for esports rewards. Um, so there's a lot of interesting plays that people can kind of start bringing the the traditional Web two audience over to Web three, but I still believe it's it requires starting with Web three. It requires bootstrapping this free economy, um, and I, I think a lot of people are actually skipping that step um, and saying that we should just create traditional Web two free to play games and then uh, introduce like a wallet on top of that. But I think somehow you have to do both. Um, and I think that's what we're we're realizing talking to people in the space and and more and more that we go down into tokenomics and papers, the more we're starting to think that that's the right path. Yeah, super interesting. So kind of starting to wrap up here, uh, maybe three last questions. Uh, you know, first, I'm, I think I'm curious, what aspects of the work you're doing do you get most personally excited about or passionate about where, you know, I know you've got some roots, for example, just in, in doing some reading online. I know you've got some roots in, in like the late 90s online IRC communities. And it seems like you see some parallels today between uh, some of the communities in Web3 and, and potentially some of the communities back then. 
as well as some maybe like the fragmentation or complexity of those times, maybe some parallels there too. So I could be totally wrong, but I'm just curious, you know, as you, as you are in this space yourself, what are you most excited about? I love how I found my passion through IRC and learning how to hack things together online with strangers. Um, it's just, it's just something like, I'm so happy to have found my passion and like spend my time doing what I love to doing, which is engineering. And then that evolved into, you know, growing companies and working with people and helping them either find their passions or just enjoy spending their time, uh, you know, the best way that they can spend it. And that's what I started seeing in web three, like the, the wake of Axie infinity's fall was actually the birth of, I would say thousands of passions I want to say tens of thousands, but I believe it's in, in the thousands where people who were part of these communities, these guilds, um, they were asked to manage social media accounts or asked to create banners uh, around these events that were happening within their community or asked to manage their community. And after the fall, they were hired or were able to find and utilize their skill to go do something else. I mean, some were even became artists or engineers and all these other great things. So I like being a part of like creating communities and that's why i really came to start earn alliance and that's why we call it earn alliance um to ally with everyone uh you know within the ecosystem and um yeah i guess like where i'm spending a lot of my time and where a lot of my interests are right now is unfortunately not coding anymore i i'm just a blocker for for being too distracted and, and doing other <laughs> things around the business as much as i would love to to contribute but it's it's more around looking at the possibilities and the tokenomics that haven't been explored because I do I have dabbled in, in game design and have designed a few games myself and the potential of free open economies and starting to write tokenomics and light papers and speak to other game designers and doing Twitter spaces and, and kind of building in the open and sharing the, the the goods and the bads and the uglies that are happening with the hacks and these ideas that were coming up. I just like the rawness of it all. So I'm really enjoying interacting with, with people in that sense. Super interesting. Yeah. Okay. So what would be your most generalizable advice for founders building in the web three space, whether it's gaming particular or just this space particular? Well, the first thing is, as I mentioned, web three comes with a security risk. Um, I, I would say reputation is, is pretty important. And since you're, since you're building in the open, you're building these smart contracts that are open sourced, you're building these tokenomics and these plans that are public, and it does start with a community. It's a bit different um, than if you just go 100% with like a SaaS business or some of the other previous things that I've done. Um, but in, in gaming, what happens is that I believe about 90% of the people that are happy um, who or have been burned like just don't talk at all um, they just you know they either love your your product and they just do their thing um, and then you know 10 percent might write some horrible review on the app store or you know a smelly email that you know hits your inbox um, but today that 10 percent is amplified a lot more because if you're going to build a web3 company um, you have a lot of money involved if you're building protocols and you're you know potentially have assets in custody. Um, you're also incentivizing and hyping a community to potentially invest 
um, in your space. It's almost like going public before you're public is what I've been kind of telling people. It's like, you got, yeah. uh, you got these press releases before you even started. <laughs> and when, sure. you know, in reality, you're, you're actually just wanting to focus on building the product. But I, I think the number one thing I want to want to say here and what I mean is um, try not to um, feel, you know, too, too low on, on the comments and the things that come at you on social media and, and online, because it's really just people who care and, and are trying to be constructive and, and yeah, just try it, try your best to listen and try your best to also stay in tune with your vision and, and see it through. Love it. Coop, uh, what is your team working on right now and what's the best way for people to follow along on the journey? Sure. So we're working on a thing called the wall, which is the second form of this game directory. So imagine aggregating every discord message, discord stage, discord event, Twitter space and tweet that a game has in the industry. So we've taken all 2000 games that we found, we're aggregating it in a singer view and you can filter it by, you know, maybe you want to look at first person shooter games on Polygon or um, maybe RTS games on the BNB chain. Um, so you can really like see what's happening at a glance and it's, it's live right now, the, the basic prototype, but it is in private alpha. Um, so just come to the website, earnalliance.com, check out the countdown timer and you'll see the opportunity to mint a free badge in order to get access to our site. I think the next one is coming in about three weeks. And otherwise, that we have our blog, uh, blog.earnalliance.com, and Twitter, which we're just updating pretty much every few days. So, yeah, that's the best way to keep in touch. Love it. Coop, thank you so much for the time. This was really, really interesting, and I'm excited for people to dive in more with Earnalliance. So, uh, thank you again, and, and have a great start to your week here. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate it.